can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dody fade on tonight's podcast we review jason kokrak's first pga tour victory at shadow creek lots of news to cover on je's casting couch we'll preview the jojo championship from sherwood country club and we may even squeeze in a little Red Shoe Gratitude Diaries. Hi, Johnny. Hey, words. Great to be back, baby. Good to be here. Hey, Maggie. Hey, Mag. Hey. Penny. Um, Words, I got to admit, man, when you didn't text me back, you know, like five minutes after I texted you at like 9.04, I was like, oh, the show's over. I quit. <laughs> I'm qu- I qu- swear to God, I quit. We're done. <laughs> if he's asleep, I quit. <laughs> Four more left. Feels like a hundred. <laughs> you're telling Jesus. You're telling me, man. <laughs> no. Hey, it's great to be back. I feel like I've aged fucking fifteen years in the last <laughs> six months. Well. Corona, the show. No, the show's been the best, easiest part. You've <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> you put your liver through hell. I know that. Actually, that's what I'm proud of right now. Words. I hate to like open up to to our audience and actually reveal this. Don't tell them. But this is the first show that I've actually indulged in more than just a couple of beers uh, in like a month because we've been filming a little early and you know it's kind of hard when you're <laughs> when you got to go pick up your daughter from school still and I'm working. No, yeah. I'm not really working. Great. So Jay's <laughs> wasted and I'm sober right now. This is a lot of fun. Glad to be doing the show again. Just like old times, words. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back. Yes. Well, okay. So what's happened since last Thursday? Oh, dude. Bowling season started. Yes. I subbed for Fields. Fields' <laughs> new father. I mean, <laughs> he is going to be touch and go all season for you guys, isn't he? Well, it's, it's funny because I, you know, text him today. I was like, hey, man. Just please let us know if you can make it tomorrow because we got to find a sub otherwise. And, you know, he responds with, like, I'll either make it or I won't. And I'm just like, it's been, I know Spencer's blood's boiling, you know. But I just, I assume that means he's in. No one feels, okay? <laughs> well, I felt bad. Fuck. I mean, we bowled three games Thursday, and I was sore as fuck playing golf on Friday because of that. I mean, I've. Mm. Hey, I felt like an old man. I, I I know we talked about it a little bit, man. It's that it's that ball, baby. It's that heavy ball. Yeah. That, hey, why do you think I hit it so far, man? Hey, <laughs> JE let me use his bowling ball, which is like fucking a big deal. I mean, I asked to use this guy's driver once, and you would have thought I asked to fuck his wife. <laughs> Dude, Spencer was so pissed whenever I let you use it, and he was like, "What the fuck? I've been bowling with you for two years. You won't let me use it?" <laughs> no, yeah, words. Go ahead. Me and words are close, man. 
Are you kidding me? The show? It's for the show. What'd you think of it? I mean, you bowled pretty well. No, yeah, it was, I mean, yeah, good ball, man. It felt good to be back in the lanes. I'll tell you what, you would have think it's 1994 and COVID never existed in that oh. place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to air out our, our lanes, but <laughs> yeah, like, they never heard of a mask in that joint. Jeez. No, they hadn't. <laughs> oh, the pitchers are still flowing, though. I mean, by the end of that, my <laughs> my brother was up there. He ordered a pizza and had, like, one piece, and then... By the end of it, I was so drunk. I just went. I went Bryson on it hard. Let's and took down like four pieces. Are we gonna bring back out the scale? We should bring back out the scale. Jesus, I I literally I've never been so impressed slash disgusted in my life when I watched words slowly eat like the last. It was like Buzz from Home uh, Home Alone. You know, just like slowly <laughs> like stuffing the entire slice in his mouth. It's like, hey Kevin, if uh, you want some cheese, somebody's gonna have to barf it all up. That's how I felt. I was like, "Words, are you gonna? Can I have that last slice?" Oh yeah, sure. No, if you want, if you want to lose a fucking finger. <laughs> no, but I saved this crust for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bryson diet is is kicking in. It's going well. Going well. I. Uh, it is kind of sad to know that we're not gonna get to hear about Bryson until you know four weeks from now. But well, I sent you a story. He he posted some numbers tonight with the forty. Yeah, 45 and a half inch driver, and then he just said 48 dot dot dot, like question mark or something, you know? Which, what, a, what a cock tease. I love it. It is. And, and what he said, he got up to 208 ball speed, I think, is what it was. So ridiculous. So while we're on that, obviously, huge shout out to my boy Kyle Berkshire, who made front page news today because he and Bryson have been talking. Uh, Bryson has been like picking his brain on how to hit it further while Kyle has been somewhat trying to get advice on how to round his game because Kyle wants to try to play professional golf, not just on the long drive tour, which I've known he could fucking do this whole time. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Berkshire is in contention next year. No, I'm just kidding, you know, <laughs> but, but he really is making a run at it. Oh, Kyle. I, yes, he is. I love it. And he hasn't lost any distance or uh, it hasn't cost him anything with his long drive career uh, trying to shape in his game. He said he was working on his wedge game the night before he won yeah. uh, this tournament a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and, and I think that's what the biggest issue is. Some of these guys that fucking play or hit long drive don't have shit else besides being able to swing the goddamn club hard. It's obvious from his content that he's putting out. I don't know if you know knew this, but I know everything about the motherfucker. Went to North Texas, great player, spent some time at Central Florida also, but Realized he could hit it far. That's the only reason why he gave up competitive golf. I yeah, mean, his he coach was like, "You need to be in the long drive." Yeah, and so he right now he says he's a, uh, about a plus three, and uh, obviously he's probably got to get a little bit better than that to to be able to go actually compete on these mini tours. But he did say he wanted to start on mini tours. He's not like trying to make this a whole big deal about making the PGA Tour. He wants to be able to prove that he can hang in a mini tour event and see where it goes from there. I'd give him a fucking sponsor's exemption if I was a fucking, if I was the fucking Wyndham championship or if I was the fucking, obviously the Valero, fuck. They let Tony Romo play every year. Why the fuck wouldn't they let Kyle Berkshire? I was actually going to bring up Tony Romo um, later in the show because he was on your boys podcast. Oh, uh, of course. Week. Did you listen to it? Of course. Go on. Well, they had, they had thrown a veiled shot at him earlier in the week when they had Mark Mulder on and they basically said, well, don't name, don't want to name any names, but other pro athletes in other sports who take these spots from 
uh, golfers in the Corn Ferry and PGA Tour events, and it was like completely obvious it was Tony Romo. Sure, sure. Did they bring that up at all? Yeah, no. Uh, no. Oh no, no. Well, God, no, not to his face. Well, here's the thing: they're actually they're they're good friends. Drew and and Tony played in the. They tried to qualify for the U.S. Amateur Four Ball event together as a team. So I think it was a good-natured jab. It wasn't like they were pussies and not being like, oh, remember we made fun of you for that? Like, they probably were, like, because they were burnt. Did you listen to, to it? No. They were burning each other back and forth the whole interview with Romo. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I mean, it, it was good. It was nice to see a different side of fucking old Tony who's like, Jim, they're going to fucking blitz the, the linebacker from the top <laughs> side. They're going to go left here. Every fucking count. <laughs> and Tony Romo was over the century until, you know, the Chiefs played the Patriots and he called like three straight plays and everyone <laughs> thinks he's God. Next thing you know, they give him 20 million a year. I fucking, I don't, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, switching gears on that though, you brought up Tom Brady and plastic surgery. Like, have you seen Tony Romo's fucking face lately? <laughs> I mean, I know Dallas is a tough town to age in, but Jesus Christ. I mean, his eyebrows look like Jack Nicholson now, and he's got that underbite. <laughs> his red carpet looks like. Nobody can see. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't no worry. No one can see the amazing face you just made. Don't worry. We're going to Google Tony Romo red carpet and post a picture. I So you think he's had some serious work there? You think it's a Dallas-based guy? You think it's a... I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to ask a few of our uh, Dallas listeners about Romo and... I mean, hey, Jerry Jones, baby. Jerry Jones is looking like shit, man. His, he needs to have another facelift. All right, let's go over your boy Jason Kokrak's victory at Shadow Creek. Words, I fucking, obviously, I know you and I both have talked about Kokrak a lot. I've actually picked him a couple times this yeah, year. Last I picked week. him the week before last <laughs> in Vegas thinking, you know, this is a, he plays these places all the time. And then, like, obviously... At Shadow Creek, that's the place to bet him. The guy is a fucking ambassador for, like, MGM. He's probably played there as many times as any of those guys that were in that tournament have played there. And literally, he is a ball striker. Had he not won and finished in the top ten looked like he was projected to prior to the start of the final round, he was on pace to become the all-time money leader on the PGA Tour for guys that have never won. Whoa. That is pretty fucking crazy. He kind of won, a dubious distinction. Exactly. But. He had won fif- almost, yeah, a little over $15 million wow. without ever winning. He had 233 starts on tour without a win. And fucking Jason Kokrak goes and gets it fucking done. I'm the only guy that picked him a week before, <laughs> and Jason Kokrak goes and wins the next week. I mean, it wasn't a fucking, uh. I, I, I think I'm part psychic, but obviously I just haven't figured it out when it comes to picking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, between Kokrak and my boy Terrell Hatton just absolutely going off on Thursday morning, I know that the uh, the murder suey the murder suey vibes were going through your veins early in Co- the week. Kokrak was a pretty late push, but honestly, when I woke up and I saw that Terrell Hatton was five under through his first four holes to start the <laughs> tournament, after I was like, "Dude, are you you dumb fuck words? He's gonna be jet lagged. <laughs> you fucking idiot." <laughs> Guy comes out fucking blazing. I think he was, he was like six under through eight. Like it was just ridiculous. Yes, it was great. <laughs> he hit a he hit kind of a rough round on was it Saturday, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, he fell back a little bit, got back into it, and uh, he was pretty close to being right there at the end. But really, it was between 
Russell Henley, Kokrak, and Russell the, Henley, the California kid. Yeah, Russell Henley's name was at the top of the leaderboard, and everyone was like, "Fuck no, please, God, no." Hell, blow it in the ninth. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He he had a three shot lead going into the the final round, and really just seventy is what he shot. I mean, fuck, Kokrak went for sixty four on Sunday. Everyone was going real low. Um, so Terrell, Terrell, Terrell did. He's seventy three on Saturday. Was what yeah. fucking derailed him. I mean, fuck. Mm. Got me some good scratch though. Yeah, and as you mentioned, fucking the California kids, Xander Shoffley continues to fucking do it, man. I mean, you almost picked him. Yeah, almost. I'm sure he was in <laughs> one intera- iteration of your lineup. Yeah, right? one of like twelve, right? No, uh, another. I mean, but you said it a second ago. Taylor Gooch, top five, outright fifth. That's gonna be. I mean, this guy is going to be a long time tour pro, and he needs to win at some point. We don't need to be talking about. What he hasn't done, it's pretty impressive that he's been able to maintain his tour card for you know the first four years or so of his of his career. Has he had it for that long? It's 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 quiet, man. He's like twenty seven years old now, maybe. I don't I don't know, but I, I'm I'm pretty proud of old Taylor Gooch from Midwest City. I've actually had the pleasure of seeing him firsthand uh, when I was caddying for my buddy way back in the day, um, Hunter Buick, who played at Arkansas. I caddied in a fucking, like, USAM qualifier that Taylor Gooch was 14 years old, and my buddy Hunter was, like, a preferred walk-on at Arkansas, and Gooch dusted my boy by, like, 10 fucking shots in the first round. He goes up to Hunter's like, hey, man, your caddy is fucking reeks of weed. <laughs> your caddy's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, we were talking about Patrick Mahomes, we were talking about Taylor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah drink up anyways taylor good yeah good good job um other than that words i do want to give a special shout out to my boy el chapo joaquin neiman who also had another great finish sixth and yeah talk about a guy who's under 25 and is knocking on the door as well um, so as, as far as our picks are concerned, words, your Who boy Terrell, your boy Terrell did get you some, ch- some cheddar. Uh, my highest finisher, Justin Thomas, he finished tied for 12. Other than that words, John Rahm, T17, not too good. My man Berger, uh, tied for 28th. And then we were both saddled up to oh! <laughs> the heroin, <laughs> the <laughs> heroin. heroin. He must have done some fucking heroin with Gankas on uh, <laughs> Wednesday night or something because, I mean, it was seven over uh, day one. First round words. Didn't when get better after that. When it starts with an eight, it's never, ever, ever good. Um, 80 on the first. Well, it w- was it Friday or Saturday? He starts birdie birdie early, and then fucking our El Chapo texts us. And he's like, I would not be surprised if fucking Wolf shoots himself back into this right now. And he fucking... <laughs> Finishes that nine with, like, four bogeys. No, actually, what he says is that he was making fun of me <laughs> because I don't want to – he said, and I quote, I don't want to jinx it or anything, but Matt Wolf could finish 10th falling out of bed, which is what I said on the show last week before we picked him. He was mocking the fuck out of me because he shot 80 in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Words picked him too, bitch. Um, so, yeah, we didn't have very good picking. Uh, unfortunately. Weird. So. That has not been a theme for the year. 
Um, so as far as where we stand, not much change words. Again, you are gaining ground and I'm not, I'm I'm falling behind. But we're both falling. I'm I'm twenty nine or thirty now? Yeah, you're twenty nine. You fell one spot, I fell one spot. Twenty nine, uh forty three. So you actually are now over two million dollars. you're just over two million dollars ahead of me. So I really need a winner this week and I have to do well in the masters. And maybe I can make up some in between then, but I'm not too confident about all that. No. I might just quit. <laughs> I might just fucking quit the show and the league. Yeah, I'm quitting the show and the league because Coke Crack won, and I didn't fucking pick him. <laughs> hey, there's four more tournaments you can take them, bud. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. So, um, other than that, you'll never fucking believe who won words. Uh, two gloves attorney. Two gloves attorney happens to win again. Nick's, which fucking picking service are you using, pal? I want to <laughs> know. I want some fucking answers. Two Gloves Attorney continues his fucking hot run. Um, other than that, he tied with uh, the Van Buren boys. Uh, was was my boy Andrew Ward, who was uh, spotted there uh, the first uh, tournament back at Colonial with wearing the high crown visor. We talked about the story. They, you know, Eddie, our boy Eddie, sent the picture of him standing there. He finished tied for first, and then El Pato's army. Oh, they uh, all had the same picks. They all tied for first. Yeah, go figure. Eddie, who also did that, he tied for first with him. So. Shout out to those guys. As far as the overall standings are concerned, that's going to open up just a little bit more of a lead for Two Gloves Attorney. But $1.7 million behind him now is Lapridge Daniel. And Daryl, Carl's Bad D, jumps up from four to three. Other than that, the guy I talk shit about, Greg Brown, up one more spot. He's in the <laughs> top ten after not sp- uh, picking four weeks. So that's all that's worth mentioning words. So, Congrats to those guys. Good picking. All right, before... We take it on out to Sherwood Country Club. We got to get cozy on your casting couch because a lot of shit happened this week. So, in case you've been living <laughs> under a rock the past two days, Tubin, which is a, your boy what we, Tubin, what we officially call Zoom now, is called Tubin. <laughs> New Yorker staff writer and chief CNN legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended for jerking off while on a Zoom call with his New Yorker colleagues while participating in a faux debate. Words Tubin. <laughs> I mean, like you and I haven't jerked off on Zoom yet. I mean, come on. Who hadn't done this move? Yeah, it's like, hey, you dumbass, at least put your thumb over the camera if you don't know if they're going to see you jerking off. <laughs> well, the best is well, all these fucking squares are like, well, why didn't he just wait 20 minutes until after the meeting? Uh, some of you sheeple don't understand the basics of voyeurism. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? What if he lost his boner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, so I guess he's, uh, is he taking a leave of absence? I heard that he, you know, his statement was something about him making an embarrassing mistake and that he apologized to his wife, his kids, kids and his colleagues. It's like, yeah, oh, sorry you saw me jerking off. <laughs> hey, took one for the team, right? Hey, as my man uh, Sid in, in I Love You Man said, you know, masturbation shouldn't be embarrassing. No. <laughs> he should not be fired from his fucking job. Come on. Yeah, you people grow up. I mean. I want to know who the fucking, the narc New Yorker staff writer on the Zoom call who reported his ass. It's like, hey, I, I want to speak on the condition of anonymity. Because, anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> anonymity because... I definitely saw him jerking off. Never there, people was like, "I'm not sure what he, he was doing." He was just adjusting himself. Yeah, 
No, come on. I know Tubin. <laughs> Tubin. Tubin wouldn't do that. <laughs> Why on earth would Tubin be sitting there jerking off on the Zoom call? <laughs> oh shit. So where where is it? I know that do you have do you have any other good stories? Because we gotta touch on It's Brady, bitch. Well th- oh, even better. That too. I was gonna touch on Matthew McConaughey's book. Oh fuck. <laughs> that was heavy too. Yeah, did you know his new his new book, Green Lights, uh was just I guess published this this past week, Monday. Yes. Like two days ago. Yes. And he told a story basically it was a collection of his diaries over Hold the on, course of his you, life, right? Well, yes. And before you jump into the real meaty story mm-hmm. There are a lot of really, I mean, he had quite a colorful life. He has a fucking lot of really cool stories in there, which makes me wonder, like, why he had to, like, go ahead and put this one in and, like, be so, give so much detail. Because he'll be, he'll probably be dead in five years. Jeez. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, so he, he basically told a story that his dad had a heart attack while having sex with his mom, right? He said, I mean, more detail after he climaxed. Okay. After dad came, he he went. <laughs> so did he die? Yeah. So his dad died from a heart attack after fucking his mom. Yeah. If that's not the classic Viagra cocaine combo <laughs> that I know and love, I don't know what is. <laughs> what a way to go. No, I mean, I think Dan Bilzerian almost died doing the same fucking thing a few years ago. I mean, you cannot mix cocaine and Viagra, and that's clearly what Matthew McConaughey's dad probably did. He died in 92, so maybe it was just a lot of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't know about cocaine and Viagra anyways. No. No, I wouldn't. Uh, But uh, that's just what I assume. But I guess you're right. 92, huh? Ugh. Damn, we don't fact check. Okay, maybe it was a uh, gas station Viagra way, you know, way back before they had Viagra. You know, maybe he didn't give all the details about the story. Maybe it was kind of like a David Carradine situation, and like his mom was choking his ass out, and she accidentally killed him. Yeah, it's like no, your dad had a heart attack. I swear to God, I don't know why his face is blue. Hey, ma, what the fuck happened to dad? Mom, why is dad's neck all blue? <laughs> Sometimes you got to move forward. Oh, come on, man. Don't chase Come ghosts. on, let's go. Don't be chasing ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to move forward before you can go back. Sometimes. <laughs> That's it with a little whistle. Sometimes. <laughs> my dad fucked my mom, and when he came, he had a heart to sex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Yeah, so. All right, the last piece of news is just a Red Red Shoe Gratitude Diaries for our skinny fat, and now he's getting a little fatter, I think, Phil, our boy. He has some great cucking comments for everyone, basically. Commenting he didn't want to play at Shadow Creek this week because he won $10 million last time, in case you didn't fucking hear. Nine. Yeah. Fucking bitch. (laughs) That bitch don't pay taxes. Come on. So he obviously loves bringing that up. And um, further on the weekend, he posted some of his speed numbers on uh, on Twitter. And he's like, Bryce and the boys don't – that won't be much of a blip on their radar, but I don't think these 50-year-olds can handle it up here. And uh, he, of course, goes on to win the tournament, which I loved. I, I will watch senior PGA Tour golf 
all I can handle as much as Phil's playing. Fuck that. Yeah, when is Bernie Langer going to give him a run? <laughs> Bernard. Bernard looks like the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'm not touching America with these fucking COVID. <laughs> Did you know that no other fucking golfer has ever gone three for their first three on the senior tour? So Phil Phil has a little history that he can, he may be choked in the U.S. Open like 17 times, but he can make history still in the game of golf. How great if he won like 15 events in a row and then lost at the senior U.S. Open for his first loss. That or he lost, like he has, he's in contention for the U.S. Open next year and then just blows it. Yeah. I'd like to see that oh, more. <laughs> the, the real U.S. Open? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. I could see Phil putting it together for one more tournament or two. We'll see. I don't know. Mm. I mean, Kevin, uh, he could win. He had like a three-shot lead and pumped one OB, I think. Uh, oh. It may not have been OB. Classic but, Phil. Yeah. What, are you up and down for a fucking good bogey? <laughs> Classic Phil. <laughs> All right, fuck this. Jay, are you ready to take it on out to Sherwood Country Club in Thousand Oaks, California? Yeah. Wish I was out there, Jesus. Cali. You know who's not out there is DJ and your boy Adam Scott. Oh. Who fucked Adam Scott? <laughs> Come on. Who fucked Be- who? Best up. Oh, it was a cucking. It was an all-time cucking. DJ, Adam Scott, and Paulina had a little menage a deux. DJ was like, oh, fuck her. I don't care. <laughs> Lisa, I don't have to marry her if you fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Uh, oh, no, awesome. my, my favorite words is earlier in the week, you know, obviously DJ tested positive last week before the, the fucking CJ, but uh, the headline I sent you, I texted you, it just said, Dustin Johnson pulls out of Zozo Championship. <laughs> it's like, not a lot of things he pulls out of besides the Zozo and Paulina now. No, I drop bombs <laughs> on the golf course and in the girls. Yeah, you think he just has two kids? Jesus. No, he's like Phil. Yeah, he just <laughs> scattered throughout the world. Phil's like, no, I don't have another kid. And it's going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like, oh, here's his other kid. And it's like, I don't have any other children. <laughs> here's his other kid. It's like, well, he's like six inches taller than Phil and Hispanic. Well, yeah, it's Phil's kid. Schwarzenegger, that's a tough scene. Who? <laughs> I can't believe he avoided <laughs> anyone finding out about that. It's like Maria, I wanted to say Sharapova. Shriver? Yeah, Maria Shriver and his, like, they're. The nanny they've had forever. It's like, and, like no. the, the kid comes over and it's like 6'4", 200 pounds, 15. <laughs> looks fucking identical. It looks like a Mexican Arnold. He's <laughs> like, it's hello. Like, <laughs> yeah, hello, Mr. Shriver. He's like, mom, no. <laughs> mom, no. <laughs> the bridge is out. Mom. <laughs> So Thousand Oaks, California, DJ, Adam Scott, out, COVID. You know who is in the fucking field? Tom Herman. Tiger fucking Woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> him, too. <laughs> Last time we saw him missing the cut at Wingfoot. Um, but he is the defending champ at the next two events he's going to be playing. This one and the Masters. Actually, did you hear he didn't close the door on Houston today? If Tiger Woods plays in Houston... <laughs> I'll be in Houston that weekend, by the way. Oh, oh, so we're not doing a show? No. <laughs> <laughs>
Tiger's there's speculation. I think he's trying to leave the door open because you know they say there's going to be fans there, and if Tiger maybe hangs on to the last minute, they might sell a few more tickets. Oh, you're welcome, Houston. Conroe, beautiful. Yeah, you you played this course. They've moved it. It's uh, the old Muni track, right? Memorial. Oh, Park? They are, they're playing Memorial yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was my that was my track. Yeah, it is, it's that's where they're playing it. They just did a huge redo of the did. place. Yeah, I have not played it since they had the. Uh, the big renovation, but that's awesome because it is—it's fucking Houston, not Conroe. Well, before before we get obviously there, you know, obviously Tigers at Sherwood, though. Oh yeah, Sherwood. <laughs> I got a sidetrack there. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, fuck it, mm. Sherwood. Yeah, he used to host the Hero World Challenge here, which I guess was called the Chevron back in the day, but it was always like the pussy like. 18 man field and so yes he went one five times and finished runner up five times but it's like yeah no eh. cut back then no cut this week yep yep so words just like last week You're this gonna, thing is going to be something players are gonna where you have to hang tight you have to hang tight and hope your guy if they shit the bed early they got to bounce back so or not or not or just finish or last for five thousand bucks <laughs> yeah it's a little more than that but uh should we do you have any – you want to go over the featured groups? Yeah, fucking right. Let's do it. Featured groups. Featured group one, a local boy. Guy almost picked. Colin Morikawa. He's playing with Justin Thomas, another guy that, you know, who knows where he is. He didn't play that well last week. Third guy, my boy, Patrick Reed. Are you on Reed? I'm not on any of them. I think Reed's a good pick this week. They compare this place kind of to like Memorial, you know, Muirfield Village, which is a place that he has consistently played well. Um, words, I've got a theory about this week. Oh, I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> I'm picking the guys that I picked last week because after Jason Kokrak cucked me the way he did, <laughs> I know that one of the guys I picked last week is going to win. You smoked too much weed. And I'm not on all three of them, though. But I'm taking Justin Thomas this week. Again, okay. And this is my last Justin Thomas pick because I know he's not going to play again until the Masters, and I don't think he's going to win the Masters. So I'm taking Justin Thomas for my money. I didn't want to hang an, an unused pick for him. As far as the odds go, I think he's top three you know, yes. favorite here. So yes. I'm taking Justin Thomas out of this group. I did almost go with Colin because he's played this place a million times. He said he got snubbed by Tiger for an autograph way back when. So I don't think he's a bad pick. He was one of the many groups I threw together, but I I ended up laying off him too. So interesting. You know, I have I'm gonna have a few JT picks uh, in the holster when it's all said and done with. It looks like, which is just kind of makes me shake my head at myself. But he's cucked me every fucking time I picked him anyway. So fuck him. Uh, I'm on Morikawa. Okay, Colin Morikawa. Words. You you learn from your mistakes, unlike me. After after you picked JT, I think the first time you picked him, he missed like his first cut of the season. Yes. The next time, he might have even missed the cut the next time too. And so, yeah. unlike me picking Rory McIlroy for like five straight weeks last year, I'm gonna have some Rory bullets left in the belt too. Unlike me, dude, you learn. So I mean, if JT burns you, he might burn me this week. But I'm going with him. Only because of my superstition that because I picked him last week, he might win. Well, Colin wouldn't do that to me. The old math tutor, he loves old words. Hell. Speaking of guys that burn people, this next group, Rory McIlroy headlines. Mr. Rory McIlroy. Playing with senior PGA champion, soon to be, Phil Mickelson. 
Oh, yeah, Phil's playing this fucking week, he, isn't he? Yeah. I'm not taking him. Was it a sponsor's exemption that he got in on? Uh, it's got to be, right? Tiger's like, you want to play? Um, the third guy words, and this is another great pick, a guy that's really laid low. Haven't heard much about him. Webb Simpson. Webb's a guy that hits it straight. This isn't an extremely long course. We're talking about like a par 72 that's on the short side of 7,000 yards. Webb Simpson's a guy who could play well. Yeah, I think I have one Webb pick left, so I was going to – I wanted the option for him in Augusta. Well, don't tip your head too early, man. Just kidding. Uh, words, I got, a, I got a strong feeling you're on one of these three guys in group number three. Hideki Matsuyama. Yes. Hideki Matsuyama. No, I'm not on him. Obviously, if this was a Zozo, he would be a fan favorite. He finished second to Tiger last year out there. Hasn't won this year. Hasn't won in a couple years now. So, you know, he's still knocking on the door. He's playing with former number one player in the world who had to get on an in on a sponsor's exemption, Justin Rose. It's me, Justin Rose. Rosie. Um, of course, he hadn't really been he playing well since shit. that whole Honma deal. And uh, the third player words, the guy that I think you're on this week, the guy that I know you're not going to burn stuff in the holster, tournament favorite John Rahm is in this group. Not taking Rahm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So from what I understand, this place is, is just a perfect Rahm course. Obviously, Rahm is – Which course is not a perfect exactly. Rahm course? Um, he's, the, he's a tournament favorite. So uh, I don't have any more picks for him. I thought you'd be on him just because – He's only playing one more time, too, so you're going to probably burn. Wait, you have one or two, don't you? I think he left the door open for Houston also. Okay. He loved to go to Tejas. Tejas. <laughs> mi, mi amigo Sergio, he loves Tejas. All right, words. No, I'm not on any of those guys, though. The last featured group is by far the highlight of this goddamn tournament, and you know why. Mm -hmm. Defending champion Tiger Woods is in this group. Eldrick. Making his first start since the U.S. Open. I am not picking Tiger. <laughs> Even my fandom could not make me pick Tiger, even though he's had great success at this place. Yes. Did not pick them. We'll be, we'll be cheering. The other two guys in this group, though, words. I am on one of them. Xander. You know it. The heartbreak kid from California. The can't-miss kid from California. Words, I had to go to our golfers' used charts and compare yours to mine, and I noticed that you'd only picked Xander twice this year, so this will be your third Xander pick. I only have one left, and I think Xander's going to look really good in green, so I could not burn it this week. Good, I hope. God, I hope he wins. Oh, my God, this will be so good. But the third guy in this group I am on, and I picked him last week when he played like dog shit. Oh, my God. He's back on the heroin. I'm going Matt Wolf this week. Wow. Shocking. Played bad. Played bad, but I think he's going to bounce back in a big way. He grew up just down the street. He's wants played to showboat a little bit for, Cat, for, for Tiger. He claims that he's played this course at least a thousand times. Going with Matt Wolf, not only because he's going to redeem himself from last week, but it's going to cuck you right in the face when Matt Wolf wins. That would be very hurtful. I'm not going to lie. So good pick. I mean, it makes sense. Three California guys. It's a, PGA is getting better and better at kind of doing the featured groups. I think. Um, yeah. 
it's hard to take him after what he did last week. I mean, maybe he can shake it off, but if something's there and like he does it again, ooh, so that'd be it, bad for it, you, real par- bad. Part part of my whole thoughts on that too, though, is not only did like, he flash a little bit of promise in that round, but you know he's he he's going back to a place that he's comfortable playing, and he can turn it on. He can turn it on when he wants to. At Cali- least that's, <laughs> that's, so, how la- that's how he laughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that rounds out the feature groups words. Um, we still each have one pick remaining, and I don't think it's going to be the same person. I'm sticking with the blimey bastard from across the Atlantic. Terrell, Terrell Hatton, you fucking prat. Oh my god. Yeah. Guy is on an all-time heater. Yeah, baby. He is on an all-time heater. Get one more PGA Tour win this year. Words, and this is like I said earlier in the show. You fucking idiot! <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly, that's kind of he's gonna be jet lag, right? I I thought that the whole time last week, and I still am on the same fucking train of thought that at some time he's gotta be tired. Maybe he has the fucking gold. maybe he has the bronze nose. <laughs> maybe Terrell hadn't. D- DJ had to leave and go quarantine. He's like left his bag with Terrell. Man, these fucking Euro guys are used to flying all all over the place. Yeah, I. <laughs> And playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite drop in money. <laughs> that's it. Uh okay. I like the I like the Terrell Haddon pick. You can't argue he's probably the hottest player in the world right now as far as results in the last five tournaments. But uh not in features though. Who is the hottest the hottest guy on tour? Mm, probably <laughs> the guy out with COVID, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Jason Kokrak. <laughs> Dude, John Daly threw fucking. He threw Adam under the bus a few weeks ago, claiming that like it was rumored that he was. Everyone always thought that Adam was the gay guy on tour. It was something along. He was like, "Hell, (laughs) come on, man! Down here in Dardanelle, Arkansas, I never met a gay." (laughs) All right, words. My last pick. Are you ready for my last pick, Words? <laughs> no, I don't it think wouldn't, I don't. It wouldn't fit the theme of this year if I didn't dig right back into the well to a guy that's burned me all season, baby. <laughs> I'm going with Patrick Cantlay, baby. Let's go. He burned me two weeks ago at the Shriners. He played like shit on Sunday. He, he was in can't miss. He was going to win. I'm holding his flag. I'm touching his signature right now. I'm going with Patrick Cantlay. You didn't tell him what you were touching it with. Yeah, I'm, I'm, t- I'm touching it. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going with Patrick Cantlay. I mean, I don't see why Patrick Cantlay, he's a California kid, played at Cal around here. Why not P- Patrick Cantlay go win, snap out of this fucking funk he's been in? He's one of the best players in the world. Do you go to Cal or UCLA? <laughs> just totally cut. I don't know just totally just like if it's UCLA it's piss. even closer to this course <laughs> so hopefully UCLA jeez never shit, shit words <laughs> yeah uh, either one baby <laughs> no I'm taking Patrick Cantlay he played like shit last week but I'm taking Cantlay Cantlay it's, it's always a good pick unless you take him and he's gonna he's gonna shit the bed so there you go <laughs> yeah Patrick Cantlay triple bogeyed <laughs> his first <laughs> oh god I do not I literally every week before the tournament starts, you know, you, you favorite your best players or your picks on the PGA Tour app or whatever just so you can follow what they're doing. I don't even do that for mine anymore. I only do yours just so I can go like, no! Yeah, double bogey, fuck you! 
Yes! <laughs> yes! He's going to kill himself! You fucking asshole. <laughs> Just so good. Okay, since since we only have a few more tournaments left, who's your alternate? JT. Okay. You know who I like? My man. Abe answer. El Chapo, Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin, yeah. Yeah, but no, my Abe was in one of my, my few picks that I had. I wanted to take Abe. Uh, he's been playing really well, played well last week. Um, boomer, but fuck, I just, you know, once you start looking at the people you haven't taken and used them all up, it really kind of. And that's what sucks is I think that that's why I picked Cantlay because I didn't think I'd pick him in the Masters. I couldn't pick. I was like, okay, you don't want to make, make yourself pick him in the Masters. Use your last pick on Cantlay. I'm going five for both Cantlay and D, D, uh, JT. So those guys are out. I've maxed out three players, John Rom, JT, and Cantlay. I'm going to switch when my picks are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Whereas, oh, if you want the show to have any integrity, you can switch. Fuck you. <laughs> We've never switched after the show unless we both. Th- this year. <laughs> no, remember we we made each other pick different ones because we were I don't know it was that was last year words. All right, well whatever. <laughs> I'm doing it this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm gonna text words. Be like, you better not fucking switch your picks, you bitch. Oh my god! All right, so those are the shit picks. Fucking, you know to stare clear of them. Yeah, hey, words, and we only got a few weeks left. It's getting close. League will be fun to see how it all finishes out. I'm going to need a fucking miracle, I think. To what? But maybe it starts this week. To finish in the top half? Yeah, you may. No, to beat your ass, motherfucker. fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I just need Wolf, uh, a one-two finish, JT Wolf, let's go. JT Wolf, Xander break his arm. Yeah, Xander... (laughs) No, I like Xander, man. I'm picking him in the Masters, remember? Oh, yeah. So Xander and Bryson are already my two. Yes. Who's going to be my hey, third? Hey, save it for the show. <laughs> Who's going to be my it. third a month save from now? It. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> <laughs> People would rather. Whereas it's all going to come down to that last player for you and me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, all right. Do you have anything else for our listeners out there? No. Just that I hope Kyle wins the Masters in like two years. I hope Kyle Berkshire gets his card. Absolutely. All right. We'll end on that. We fucking love you. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs>